Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. I got this from, uh, this is from Dan. And Dan says, Pete, in whose reality has this boob done anything positive for the U.S. economy since he's been in office? Biden inflation, yes. Biden session, yes. Biden perbally, yes. The millions of jobs he claims to have created already existed before Democrats allowed COVID-19 to cripple the economy. Uh, in order to win a presidency, if we want to combine words for clever marketing strategies, how about Biden indictment or Biden incarceration? Either of those would be a great place to start. That is from Dan. All right, let's go over here and get David on. Hello, David. Welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, Pete. How you doing? Hey. All right, sir. How are you? Love you. I love your show, man. As I always, whenever I call, it's very informative and entertaining. So I really, I really love. Uh, listening to you when I can. I work, so I don't let's get to listen to you all the time. But I was, I called because I heard that you had talked about the trends and the polling. Yeah. And um, I don't know if your screener told you. I mean, I just went to 538 because I wanted to see, you know, what the polls do show. Right. And if you look at those polls, I mean, the last polls from 538, Trump is winning over Biden by four. Trump is winning over Biden by three. DeSantis is losing to Biden over by two. DeSantis is even with Biden. Trump is winning over Biden by two, and Trump is winning over Biden by seven. Mm-hmm. So those are the trends that, that at least 538 is showing. And I just, I didn't want the, the D- Democrat DOJ to come down and, and sanction you for misinformation out there. No, well, so, so 538 is an individual polling outfit. Well, these are these are these are different polls. If you look, oh, they're looking at different polls. I don't I don't yeah, go to five thirty eight. I use polls. Real Clear Politics. It's, uh, it's the Economist poll, and I mean I haven't gotten into it, but there's different polls. So I don't know where you're looking. If right. You're looking somewhere else. So that so what are the so here's the thing. So those polls, if they are individual polls taken around the same time, how because like when I talk about a trend line, so first off, you've got multiple polls by different entities, right? And then yep. you've got over a period of time. So there's two. There are two things that I and the real clear politics. Uh, their polling looks uh, at all of the different polls and aggregates them together, and then it also gives you the trend line for the long term. So you can go back and see. Like I'm looking at um, the spread here. This goes back uh, through June fifth, um, and it's got Reuters, USA Today, CBS, Quinnipiac, Economist, The Messenger. Uh, Harris, Harvard, Harris, CNN, Yahoo, Emerson, and NBC News. And so, you, like, I'm looking at the spread here, and it's got, you know, Trump over DeSantis, and this is, like, plus 21, plus 25, plus 38, plus 30, plus 30, plus 36, plus 45, plus 21, plus 24. Right? So you look at all of those, but, I, I mean, that's I a big gap. The Biden, the no, I understand, but the, those are, I'm just using this to highlight the point. There are yeah. big gaps between... Like, for example, this one, the the Harvard-Harris poll, at uh, Trump is up 45, and then you've got this other one, the Reuters poll, and he's only up 21. That's a 24-point spread. That's pretty big. So what you want to do is then take all of these polls 
and you aggregate them in together. So this way you end up with an average over a, over a trend line, over a period of time. So when you look at that average, that's what you're, that to me is the trend line that I'm looking at to see where do all the polls when taken together and smushed together and averaged out, like, and then plot that on a, on a calendar and see what the trend line looks like. Yeah, and I understand that. I'm just saying, hey, I mean, polls don't mean anything at the end of the day right now. I mean, because you can right. say it's a general election, but if the Republicans being polled are in California, well, they don't really count at the end of the day because California is going to go Democrat. We know that, right? right. So you, if, you, if you poll a bunch of Republicans in California and they say, oh, we're for Trump or oh, we're for DeSantis, their vote at the end of the day really doesn't matter. <laughs> and so there's no state-by-state polling. There, you don't, it's all registered votes. There's not a likely voting kind of um, well, some of these are likely, likely voters. Maybe yeah. you can say you're likely voting, but you don't really know a year and a half out. So, um, But I was just trying to, you know, tell you that I'm not sure the trend's really there, but I will definitely look at what, so you, uh, the other site. Okay, so this is, right, so here's, the, so here's the rub. You don't believe that, uh, you believe that Trump can beat Biden, uh, Trump can beat Biden in a general election. I, I believe anybody can beat Biden, and if they don't, then the country's lost, you know. Um, so that's what I believe. Anybody, I mean, Mickey Mouse, okay. Disney, with his woke policies, should be able to beat Biden. Okay, with what's so going if, on in this country. Okay, yeah. so if anybody can beat him, then why pick somebody like Trump over any of the other people in the field? Well, you're. A, I'm basically. I, I am a Trump fan. I will be voting for Trump. Mm-hmm. And the reason I like Trump is because he's a fighter. And I, even though DeSantis might be a little bit of a fighter, <laughs> I always worry about guys that are getting money from establishment Republican committees, you know, and what they really end up doing and how they really do it. So, you, you know, realize Trump's got those burned all the time. Right. You know? Okay. So, so I've, all right. So I've heard, I've heard the fighter thing and I've heard that from the for, for, uh, since 2015, right? But he fights, he's a fighter and all of that. And that makes more, that made more sense looking back on it, that he was a fighter. And I, I understand that. Um, I do wonder though, he didn't charge Hillary Clinton, um, right? He, he didn't pursue her, let her go for the, for the uh, classified material stuff. Um, it seems like he's just getting his, his butt kicked by the deep state all the time. I, I don't know. Well, how's he getting his butt kicked? His, his, his so-called polling numbers go up. Well, he's not. First he's, off, he's not he's, the president. Uh, for, he's not he's, the president anymore. He's raising more money than ever before. Right, I understand that, but he, but he's not the president. So that was that was the. Well, hang on, David. One big donation from, you know, the Republican, you know, uh, Commerce Department or whatever. You know, whatever. You know, those big Republican PACs. They're, they're, he's not. He's not getting anything from the Republican PACs. He's raising money for the Republican PACs. He's. He, well, he's raising money for his legal defense, but he's also uh, the. You ask how is the deep state kicking his butt, and I would submit that evi- the the primary piece of evidence is that he's no longer president, right? Th- that's well, you know, this is. I mean, I, I got to tell you this, right? And and you can dismiss this all you want, but what I've seen is a completely corrupt Department of Justice, mm-hmm. completely corrupt FBI, mm-hmm. completely corrupt federal government. Mm-hmm. And I see 20% of the votes that came in for Biden in the purple states were mail-in votes. Mm-hmm. So take that for what it is. They kicked his butt. No. What do you mean, my no? Opinion. 
But what do you mean? No, you just out. Hang on, David. Hang on. Hang on. David, David, you just said DOJ is corrupt. FBI is corrupt. All the mail in ballots. You, you, you lay these out the as if ballots, the ma- 10% mail percent David, ballots David, may be corrupt. David, what I was trying to point to, right? May isn't that the deep state? Corrupt. Isn't that the deep state? Yeah, but that was because they had to close everything down for COVID, and then they made that. I mean, okay, uh, so uh, hang on, David. That we're not Ver- David, let, focus. Hang on, do stuff. David, focus. And aren't they going to focus, David? Republican candidate? Oh goodness me, David, focus. I said my premise was that the deep state seems to be kicking his butt, and you wondered how the how I arrived at that premise. You then outlined for me, which I would agree with, like the the corruption that exists that has been exposed. That that has, but he's not the president, right? And that's why he's. I'm not blaming him, David. I'm not blaming him. I'm saying, how did the deep? How did? No, I'm asking, if if he is the one to beat the deep state, how do we know that he is the one to do that? If in fact the deep state ousted him from the presidency, because they came after him personally. Yeah, and he's got a personal vendetta, and I hope he uses it. And. that, okay, so 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 the per- the guys, they don't have a personal vendetta against the FBI and against the corrupt DOJ, and against all the things that have just gone after Trump. He does, and when he gets in, even if it's for his own self satisfaction, which you would agree that's what he focuses on. Oh, absolutely, he yeah. Will, he will take those guys out. Right, unless they well, unless they compliment him on something, and then maybe he'll change his mind on that. Yeah, because he does that too. No, look, David, you're putting your faith in the guy, and I understand that, and that's a legitimate. I mean, your your uh, your proposal there, and I've seen this argument as well, which is like he's the guy. I think Jason Lewis actually makes this argument: is that Donald Trump was the one that was wronged, and so he should be the one to get the nomination again, but um, and and to go fight, you know, to to get a rematch. Basically, I understand that argument. That's a that's a fair argument. I just wonder if they've done this to him so far, and he has not been able to beat them. Then I wonder, well. If it's so, if it's such a vital election, do we put him back in there, knowing that he's already been beaten by them? Well, I would say they have shown their cards to such an extreme, trying to beat him. I mean, mm-hmm. he's still the front runner, and he's, he's, in my opinion, he'll still win the Republican nominee, and he will win the the presidency. They have thrown everything at him, and he's still standing. And I don't know many people that could have that kind of stuff thrown at him. And still be up there standing. Mm-hmm. I know. I've heard that argument as well. David, I appreciate the call. I, none of this is new to me. I've heard these same arguments as well. And they are very um, uh, aspirational. Right? It's a very aspirational. It's a. It's the same stuff I heard in 2015. And it, frankly, it's the same stuff I heard uh, in a different, well, a different line of attack. But it was the same sort of stuff I heard with Obama, which was, it's a blank slate. People project upon him that which they believe to be true and want to be true. And I look at the evidence as to what he did. And I'm like, again, I, he's not president. They got him out somehow. And if he was the one to beat them, how did that happen? All right. Now you've heard me talk about him. Old Grouch's military surplus. They're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic us military surplus items. Go to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles. Tim at old grouches is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was old grouches. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you will 
consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. Joe, welcome to the program. Hello, Joe. Hello, Pete. How are you? Uh, I just wanted to chime in on David there, who to me is the perfect encapsulation of the delusional Trump voter, and this is coming from a conservative. Um, Guys like him who say, oh, Trump is a fighter, they kind of overlook the not insignificant fact that Trump was president already. Mm -hmm. And all that fighting didn't get the wall built, didn't get the public health establishment uh, reined in in any way, uh, didn't get a lot of things done, because the guy is undisciplined, blustery, but doesn't form, uh, doesn't actually govern in accordance with his rhetoric. And uh, David said, oh, well, anybody can beat Biden. Well, he's almost right. There's one person who can't beat Biden, and he's demonstrated that. And the antipathy out there towards Trump is way, way greater than anybody else, even though they'll paint DeSantis as worse than Trump, it won't stick because he's not Trump. Right. Well, some and, I think I think some of it can stick to DeSantis because it sticks to everybody like Mitt Romney and John McCain. But DeSantis has a shot at introducing himself or any of the other candidates, not just DeSantis, but everybody has a, an opportunity to introduce themselves to those, you know, the mushy middle voters that don't know who they are right now. Right. And anyone else who runs, yes, they'll be painted as as almost worse than Trump or worse than Trump, but the election will be about Biden mm-hmm. primarily. It won't be about Trump. If Trump runs, it's Trump, 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 Trump. His negatives are so high, he doesn't win. And I don't know what... Uh, they don't, And all these people, oh, he fights, he's a fighter, he'll defeat the, beat, uh, the big, the deep state. No, he won't. He hasn't. Uh, they'll defeat him. And then David... On uh, November, whatever it is, 2024, when when Trump, if Trump loses, oh, the election was stolen. Uh, you can it's it's as you can predict it just like the sun rising the day after the election. When when he loses, the election will have been stolen again. But it won't matter because Trump will have lost. Right. And that's that's my concern as well. I don't know who wins right now. It looks like Trump uh, wins the nomination. And I'm not so sure he beats Biden either. Joe, I appreciate the call. And that's my concern is that I do believe in floors and ceilings in in polling. And people know both of these guys. Their opinions of them have already been formed after watching each of them govern. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know how how you persuade people because I think Joe is exactly right. It's going to be about Biden unless it's Trump. And then it's going to be about Trump. Jimmy, welcome to the program. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, Pete. Hey, what's um, up? I, I guess my, I got two. I guess two comments is, you know, you know, Mitch McConnell, you know, the guy that just downright hates Trump. You know who endorsed him? Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't Trump um, also endorse Paul Ryan for Speaker? Yeah. I mean, it, it, but it, it, but none of that. This is one of the things about the Trump candidacy is that none of that matters. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. The, 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 the politics, what was done, what wasn't done, the philosophy, the behavior, the comments, not, nothing matters. 
Yeah, and the second, you know, the one thing you don't hear from Trump is if he gets in the general, uh, you know, you, you, you know, as far as a Republican voter or people, you're going to have to, like, just not vote on Election Day. You got to go out there and, you know, harvest those votes. Mm-hmm. The only one I've heard say that is DeSantos. If Trump thinks he's going to win it on Election Day, well, he's kidding. I mean, he's, he's already lost. Right. It's a ter- it's a terrible strategy. Yeah. It's a terrible strategy to ignore early voting and the ability to maximize your uh, your your ballots uh, under existing law when your opponent is doing that precise thing. I mean, DeSantos is going to get in the van and go to the, uh, those um, swing states and start handing out ballots and uh, go ahead and sign on the dotted line. But Trump's, well, we're going to just wait election day. And when we lose, he's going to cry about it. And what we're going to say, Trump, twenty-eight. No, no, no. So here, Jimmy, I think I think you're overlooking the vital key asset here, Ronna McDaniel. She's the one that's going to be able to mobilize the forces and 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 push Trump uh, and the Republicans to victory, as she has not done the previous five times. Yeah, related to <laughs> Romney, who hates him. <laughs> right. And she, by the way, got endorsed by him, by uh, Trump as well. So, yeah, I don't, um, yeah. yeah, like I said, but none of this matters. None, none of these things matter, that this is the concern that I have as I'm watching it. Like, okay, so this is what apparently Republican voters are going to do again. And my fear is that we're going to have a replay of 2020. And if we have a replay, of, and I don't know how you beat the deep state from the outside, when you can't beat them from the inside, like they, 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 right. They took him out as president and I don't understand how you're in a better position, not being president to take them out and beat them at that game. I don't know. I, I, I think, I think Trump is running the Hornets and the Panthers. Right? <laughs> that's terrible. Jimmy, that's terrible. All right. I appreciate the call. <laughs> uh, let me see. I had another message here. I thought um, on Jay, uh, Jay says the only thing that is likable about Trump is everybody on all sides hate him. <laughs> the last that is no way. All right, that, everyone hates this guy named Hitler, so he must be okay. I'm just kidding. I'm not calling Trump Hitler. I'm just saying that's not. It's not exactly a persuasive argument. Uh, the last three presidents have all been narcissistic bleeps, and I don't see us breaking that trend. <laughs> that's, all right, let me go to Steve. Hello, Steve. Welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, how you doing? All I'm right. Born. I mean, it's so nice you just read that, that message. I mean, I've never seen as much hatred for a person as I have Trump. I mean, he psychologically plays a game with people, and it makes people hate him, I guess. But I've never hated any person. I don't hate Biden. I know he doesn't know what country Russia's in a war with right now. <laughs> but, I mean, he, he psychologically messes, makes people mad, I guess. But, you know, if he did pick Tim Scott, I think it would be different. I mean, and I mean, I don't understand when you have a conversation sometimes with people, I'm independent, you have a conversation and they get all mad if they're from the left. They they can't have a conversation. They got to get mad and just, you know, blow up, you know, and I don't know, some guy called t- like 30 minutes ago, he's talking about what he did, didn't do. Mm-hmm. He did more than a lot of people. I can tell you that. And, and I'm, I'm no, I'm no Trump, Trump man. I mean. I'm just saying right and wrong, facts to facts. I'm going to hang up and listen to what you say. Tim well, I'm an interesting vice president candidate. I just think that, that this is a hatred Trump show. So, uh, 
so I, I was wondering, um, you say, look at all, we can't look at the stuff that he didn't do. So my question is then, do campaign promises uh, and, and laying out a vision for what you want to do, does, does that matter or not? It matters, yes. I mean, it does. I mean, and we'll probably go back and I mean, want to finish the wall, doing a couple of things that didn't work too good in the current expression. That's all. Mm-hmm. So he, like, for example, he said he was going to end birthright citizenship. Yeah, I mean, you know, here's the thing, but he is a loose gun. I totally agree with that. Totally uh-huh. agree. And you know, there's just there's not equal justice right now. Mm-hmm. And and he 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 he's got a crazy element about him. I do not deny that. Mm-hmm. I do not deny that. And I, that's not part of that. I don't even reject that as uh, as necessarily automatically disqualifying. I mean, as a chaos right. agent, like it's sort of like the Elon Musk model. You know, you and you see that a lot of times with successful business people that you know they go in and they disrupt and and i i get that um but but at some point you you also have to have the discipline right to enact the things that you want to enact otherwise what is the whole what what's the play for what exactly do why do you want to be president if not to do these things right i totally understand it and i think a lot of it has to do with the the personnel changes i mean there's a lot of personnel changes but you know he, he did have visions he did a lot for this country Gas is low, inflation is low. We are selling more oil than we are taking in. There was good things happening. I mean, that's all I'm saying. My pocketbook was a lot better. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, sure, and, and maybe that is what uh, what uh, helps push him over the line. Steve, I appreciate the call. Maybe people like David was saying earlier that they vote. I think it was David who was saying, you know, that they were in much better position under Trump financially, and so they're going to vote to go back to that. And maybe they're like, you know what? I don't want to vote for Trump, but I'm going to tell everybody I didn't vote for him. But secretly, I'm going to go vote for him. Maybe that happens. That's possible. Oh, hey, real quick. Before I forget, Carolina Readiness Supply is prepping for its annual Heritage Life Skills event. It's coming up in July, and you can learn how to be better prepared and self-sufficient in the event of any emergency. Things like homesteading, canning, water storage, radio communications, herbal remedies, home defense, fermenting vegetables, all sorts of stuff. This is what Carolina Readiness Supply does. For beginners all the way to the most experienced preppers, Carolina Readiness Supply can help. Get your tickets now at carolinareadiness.com. That's carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? All right, uh, let me go over here and get Caroline on. Hello, Caroline. Welcome to the show. Yes, Brett. Um, it's you know, Pete. If I owned a company and I wanted it to flourish and do the best it could, um, I would uh, interview people and I would look at their backgrounds and I'd say, man, this person right here, they got it going on. Mm-hmm. They know how to make something grow. They mm-hmm. know um, how to run this place. Or would I say, I want somebody so sweet that just gets along with everybody and but they're going to lose my company and I'm going to lose everything I've got. Yeah, that's a false choice. This is the way I look at it. And when Trump ran the first time, every time I heard him talk, I would say, that's exactly the way I feel. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I would do. And I mean, I was on board with him a hundred percent, but you don't know how many times I said, Donald, be quiet, but he got the job done and I'll vote for him again, and I push for him 100%. So, Caroline, the only thing I would say is that what the, the choice you offered me is a false choice. That's a false dichotomy. Those are not, we have, there's like 30 Republicans that have, uh, that have announced, I mean, obviously some of them are, you know, crackpots, whatever. You don't, right. nobody knows their names, but there are, th- this is the interview process. 
So you get to you get to talk to all of the people. You get to interview all of those folks. And what sounds like you've already made your decision, so you're not even doing an interview for your for your job opening. You've already decided that the guy that had the job before that somehow or another lost that job, you want him back. No, I said I will stick with him. Uh, I'm not saying that I I won't change my mind, mm-hmm. but right now, from what I see, he's the top candidate. Sure. So when you look at the uh, when you say Trump got all this stuff done, do you uh, do you give? Um, have you looked at the stuff that Ron DeSantis got done in Florida? Does that matter to you? Yeah, I have seen what he's done, and uh, he will be up there uh, debating and talking, and I look at all of it. But as far as Trump and his presidency, uh, he knows how to move a country. All right, Caroline, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. All right, yeah, take care. Um, This is Michael Graham at uh, New Hampshire Journal. Used to be a talk host here on WBT, as a matter of fact, years ago. During his appearance at the New Hampshire Federation of Republican Women's Fundraiser, Donald Trump told the crowd his lead in the 2024 GOP presidential primary is so big, quote, I'd really have to work hard to blow it. Um, And uh, the former president had a room full of adoring fans and a fistful of new polls showing him well ahead in the New Hampshire primary. So he took the opportunity to indulge himself with a performance that was heavy on personality, light on policy and full of snark. Trump rolled through his personal favorites, you know, the election he won in 2020, the rigged election, um, the fake news um, that treats him unfairly, his legal woes. Um, He even managed to work in an extended riff on his old TV show, The Apprentice. No appeal to fence sitters who aren't already on board. There was no new messaging to engage new voters because Trump doesn't need them. He's got fans. He doesn't need new vote because he, he's he's leading in the polls in New Hampshire, so he doesn't need to attract new people. He's got enough. A couple hours later, the vibe was very different when Ron DeSantis showed up at his town hall. The Florida governor was working the room hard after criticism that he wasn't willing to engage. DeSantis took about 10 questions unfiltered from the crowd of 200 people or so. It wasn't showbiz. It was campaigning. He was loose and relaxed, but he also looked like a man on a mission on uh, answer after answer. He made the pitch. I get it done on the border, on draining the swamp, on dealing with the legacy of covid. He works one single angle all the time, which is you had Trump. He didn't do it. But in Florida, I did. So let me do it for you in 2024. That's his message. There were fewer laughs at the DeSantis event and more efforts at traditional political persuasion Even some of his supporters admit that maybe not enough to beat Trump. And one New Hampshire DeSantis backer said, it's not politics. It's a show. Trump is the show. And as the show host, he has fans. And I know something about that. As a show host, you have fans. And that's not really politics. And so these people who have been trying to you know, find some lane against Trump. I don't know if you find it without engaging in some sort of a show, right? There's no amount of work that the the DeSantis campaign can do that's going to change how the base in New Hampshire feels about Trump. They like him a lot. So that's one reason why comparisons with previous front runners like Mitt Romney or Jeb, sorry, Jeb, uh, why they simply don't work. You know, but what hard work can do 
for DeSantis is show voters that he's ready if they decide that it's time to make a change. So he can build a campaign to take advantage of that opportunity if, big if, if it ever arrives. All right, stick around. Hour number four, filling in for Brett Winterbull, moments away.